Hi, we're late with this week's Digest, but we're living through unusual times. As we enter what we're being told in the US will be our Pearl Harbor moment, we're sharing some thought-provoking articles we've read and some uplifting, amusing videos and some public service ads that we're working on with with a London-based creative duo. We'll start with some interesting articles we found. The first one is called Ignore the Productivity Pressure. I'll quote from this article. Global catastrophes change the world and this pandemic is very much akin to a major war. Even if we contain the COVID-19 crisis within a few months, the legacy of this pandemic will live with us for years, perhaps decades to come. It will change the way we move, build, learn and connect. There's simply no way that our lives will resume as if it never happened. It's a great article in The Chronicle and Aisha Ahmed shares her experiences of adapting to conditions of crisis. The next article is from New York Times. It's called The Moral Meaning of the Plague. It's an important piece that reflects on the fact that we all have the power to decide how we react to this viral crisis. It references Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning and his experience from the Holocaust, reminding us that we don't get to choose our difficulties, but we do have the freedom to select our responses. And in situations like this, meaning is a vital medication for the soul. Next, a piece on mental health in the time of coronavirus. This New York Times article asks, would you be willing to describe how the coronavirus is affecting your mental health? It also asks, is the combination of isolation and existential stress making you feel more depressed or anxious? Or is the family togetherness and the purpose and the pause from normal life giving you a greater sense of belonging and equilibrium? If you're interested, you can log your thoughts at the end of the article. This post from Medium called Don't Try and Fix Anything Right Now makes the case that in times of crisis, the best thing you can do for yourself is to learn to live with uncertainty. Cognitive flexibility is perhaps one of the greatest tools we have in times of uncertainty. There are two components to cognitive flexibility. One, being the ability to change how you think about a problem. And two, being able to let go of solutions that aren't actually working. This one's well worth a read. Now, if you know anyone in New York that's in need... There's a wonderful resource site called No Neighbours in Need. This comprehensive guide for New Yorkers covers a number of things. It contributes to the fight against the virus, ensures that no neighbours remain in need in New York during the crisis, and it recommends ideas for policymakers and civic leaders. It was initially crowdsourced from a small group in the city of non-profit employees, and it needs to be kept up to date. If you have information and resources you want to add to it, just email carol.myan at gmail.com. The email's in the show notes. Being a time to help others, we're sharing our client, Renike Associates, donation page. They started a fundraiser to support warm meals throughout New York City through Chef Jose Andreas's World Central Kitchen. They're in Harlem, the Bronx, Queens, making sure that all neighbours in New York are fed and cared for during this public health and financial crisis. If you want to help Renike Associates offer the community support to World Central Kitchen and raise $5,000 for families and children around the city, you can just go to the link in the show notes. Now for some reading inspiration. It's a great article called The Impact on Feminism from the Atlantic. The virus may be hitting men harder, but what will the legacy of this virus be on women's lives, rights and opportunities as we emerge from this pandemic? This article explores in great detail. If you're looking for some online events, check out TED Connects, the community in hope. It's hosted by Head of TED, Chris Anderson. These free, live, regular conversations are a series that start at 12 p.m. Eastern Time every few days and feature experts whose ideas can help us reflect on and work through the crisis and broaden our perspectives. Elizabeth Gilbert's talk from last week is particularly worth a view. It's called It's Okay to Feel Overwhelmed and it's linked here in the show notes. It's quite an uplifting talk. If you're looking for a podcast, check out this one. It's called Navigating Uncertain Times Podcast. It's a special episode of A Life of Greatness and has been created to provide you with some of the wisdom and resources you need to embrace these uncertain times. 
direct from the world's best thought leaders and New York Times best-selling authors, helps you learn to navigate the unknown, find compassion and love instead of fear, and become conscious of negative thought patterns. This episode will nourish your mind, body, and soul. For parents struggling to manage children at home, there's some good resources out there. Amazon's Future Engineer platform offers free and creative coding coursework. Computer science learning opportunities are available for US students, teachers and parents during the COVID-19 pandemic. Other resources for parents struggling with kids, you can check out Common Sense Media's site that offer quality media and at-home learning opportunities for kids. If you're looking to supercharge your kids' learning, check out Century Learning. They're offering free English, math and science resources. Century is a tried and tested intelligence intervention tool that combines learning science, AI, and neuroscience. Finally, for some amusement and to make you smile, check out Shirley Serban's video recreation of the iconic anthem from the 1965 musical Sound of Music. Song parodies have become popular online, but none of them can equal Julie Andrews teaching children how to avoid COVID-19 infection with the Sound of Music. Before we sign off, if you missed last week's podcast by The Impossible Network, check out Rodney Durso, founder of Artbridge, a New York-based non-profit that empowers emerging artists to transform New York's ubiquitous construction scaffolding into large-scale exhibits. It's a two-parter, but in part two, we focus on Rodney's second life as an artist, social entrepreneur, forming Artbridge in 2009 to give emerging artists unprecedented exposure by exhibiting their work on construction scaffolding and fences across the city. Rodney discusses his mission and the impact this innovative initiative has had on the lives of underrepresented artists and how serendipity led to the scaling of it internationally. We also discuss artist therapy, procrastination, curiosity and the process of creation. I hope you enjoy If you've got the time, give it a listen and enjoy the candour, generosity of spirit and artistic social enterprise of Rodney Durso. And finally, I should mention we've been working with a creative duo in London called Jason Keat and James Hodson, helping them get their series of World War II-themed posters encouraging public safety around the virus posted in and around London. It's a series from what they call the War on COVID-19, and I'll put a link to them in the show notes. If you know anyone that's got available media and want to run them in the UK, in the US or internationally, just send us an email at mark at theimpossiblenetwork.com. And if you go to the site, you can download the artwork to share on your own social media channels. So for now, stay safe, stay home, and hopefully save lives. See you next time. If you like the show, please subscribe and ideally give us a five-star rating and a review because it helps more people find us. Just go to iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player to listen and subscribe. This show is an Impossible Network production and is produced by Bettina McKaylee and Elaine Castillo-Keller. But for now, be curious, be creative, and seek out serendipity. See you next time.